I don't really care. I'm, I'm only going to say this once. We're here to depart. We're here to take over. This is going to be fun. You're killing your father, Larry. The people know it. I see what all like Paul until he started making moves. Hi, I'm Paul. What is going on? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Paul Show. My name is P-A-U-L, Paul. And this is... Um, this is my first one of these that I've done in a while. It's been it's been a minute since I've hopped on here and um, talked into the magic microphone of space. So, um, yeah, it's been it's just been a crazy couple weeks. I recorded a couple weeks ago with uh, Andrew Clements, and we recorded our podcast, and that was very very good. Um, and and I enjoyed doing it. The only thing was that was the last ever. Uh, podcast that I recorded on my old college laptop. So um, I recorded that one. That one recorded just fine. I went to record another one and the computer crashed. And I'm like, and and I had been kind of waiting for this to happen just because it's an old computer. It's a five-year-old, you know, cheap laptop basically. And so um, I wasn't expecting a whole lot from it. So I was kind of expecting something to happen with it, especially just asking it to do as much as I had been. Um, just that laptop, that little, I mean, it didn't even say what processor it had inside. Uh, all it said was Intel inside. I'm like, okay, that's probably not the best sign. So, uh, it crashed twice when I went to record. And so I was like, okay, you know what? Screw this. Fuck this. Uh, we're getting a new laptop. And so I did, and what I got was, and, and um, he kind of mentioned it on uh, at the end of that podcast, uh, Clem did, that because I had ordered it that day, uh, it was like, I think I recorded the night before and it crashed twice and then it held off um, crashing while I was recording with, with Clem, but um, I, so, but I had already made the decision that like it was going to, um, I was going to have to get a new one. So I... I got through that episode, but then I'm like, okay, I need to just get a new laptop. So I had it on order when he was here and when, when we were recording and he said, um, he mentioned something about it and it was, you know, I got a 2020, uh, MacBook, MacBook pro, uh, 13 inch i5 processor, just a, a way, way better using experience for a laptop. Uh, way better recording experience, way better experience overall. The only experience that I have not liked, and I'll get into what I like about it and what I don't um, here here in a second, but the only thing I did not like was my trip to Best Buy. Uh, the trip to Best Buy was the biggest waste of time that I've ever had uh, in in my all my years of, of retail shopping. So, uh, I go to Best Buy and I have a general idea of what I want. I did a lot of research on Macs and on computers and which ones I wanted and what would do what I wanted it to do and, and all that stuff. And so I had done a fair amount of research and, and I basically wanted to go into Best Buy and, and, um, so I went through the proper channels, set up a, set up a, an appointment cause you have to with the coronavirus. So, uh, set up a little appointment with, the geek squad there and, uh, wanted to look at Macs. went in there looking for a Mac. 
And I said that. I said, I'm looking for a Mac. I'm going to upgrade. And I told the little, the little guy this. Um, I said, I'm looking to upgrade. I was like, I have a desktop and a laptop. I want to, I want to uh, eventually upgrade both. But for now, we're doing the laptop. So I'm looking at a MacBook. And I'm like, I, th- I think I know kind of what I want. I just wanted to kind of get in here, use it a little bit, and uh, see if you guys had any good deals in stock. Basically, he goes, uh, let me check. And and I asked him what I wanted. He's like, let me check. And he's like, yeah, no, we don't have that one in stock. And I'm like, okay. And uh, and then he's like, you know, there's a lot of computers up by the front that are PCs that are, uh, they, they have way better performance. And so, like, as soon as he starts talking about this, I just know that this kid is like, I just know that this little guy is like a PC gamer type and just from his overall demeanor and uh, the way he was talking and all that. So I kind of know who I'm dealing with at this point. So um, he tells me, he goes, yeah, there's a lot of computers up at the front that, you know, they're windows and you get way more for your money. And I'm like, okay, listen, I, I, I've never, I've ne- I guess I've never been in retail. And so I don't know, um, the exact situation that he was placed in in that moment. What I do know, though, is is sales and customer service. And when, when somebody comes into you and says, hey, I'm looking to buy this product and I'm ready to buy, willing to buy, all that stuff, and you, and you somehow try to talk them out of it to buy something else. I'm like, no, 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 listen, I just told you what I'm here to buy and it's, and it's decently expensive. So how about this? How about you make it easy? Like, in my opinion, is like you don't let that person walk out of the store without buying that thing that they said they were going to buy, right? That just, to me, it seems like sales 101. Um, and it was just, I was like, okay, I'm never, ever, ever, coming to fucking Best Buy again because that was the the dumbest experience I've ever had. Um, and I felt like I was in there like, felt like I was talking to a brick wall. But um, whatever. You know what? Uh, the Geek Squad, they are good for some people. Probably not for people who do a lot of research. Probably for not for people who uh, sort of know what they're talking about and have, you know, know the product they're trying to buy. Geek Squad is probably not the uh, the person that will help uh, that kind of person. So if that makes sense. But anyways, Geek Squad rant over. Uh, so now let's talk about the MacBook Pro. The MacBook Pro is um, a very, very good machine. I got one that has, I think, an i5 processor in it, uh, 8 gigs of RAM. You know, fairly standard, but and definitely on the lower side of MacBook Pros. But uh, still a great machine and like way, way upgraded from my last one. So, uh, that is very good. So far I have zero complaints. I have only, um, <clears throat> I have only good things to say about the MacBook pro about, you know, the only thing I was kind of worried about is I, is I wasn't sure if I wanted to take the plunge into the Apple ecosystem from a computer standpoint. You know, I've got the I've got my iPhone, I've got the Apple Watch, I've got the AirPods, all that stuff, and those all work really, really well together. Uh, I was not sure if I wanted to jump into that ecosystem with the computer because that 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 is kind of the last locking step of getting into the Apple ecosystem is is that computer and uh, 
just because Windows kind of has a lock on the, the price game. So if people get that Mac computer, chances of them having an iPhone uh, or any Apple product go significantly up from there. So um, that was the only thing. But, but at that point, I was like, you know what? Screw it. I already have the other products. So uh, might as well just take the plunge and, and do it. So I like everything being connected. I like having AirDrop on my laptop. I like... Um, the display is way, way better than my old one. Uh, I like that all of my music, all of my podcasts, all that stuff is in one place and it's all on my laptop and it goes from my phone to my laptop and, uh, those two communicate. I really, really like that feature. Uh, the only thing I don't like so far is, uh, the, when I'm typing, the edge of it can be a little sharp. But you know what? I'll just toughen up these wrists and it will not be a big deal. So Apple, I want to say thank you for toughening up my uh, my wrists. I, I really appreciate that. I'm, I'm going to get some nice calluses from typing on this thing, from using it. So uh, shouts out to Apple. Um, but yeah, I like it overall. If, if, if you're thinking about getting a Mac Pro, I really like the jump from Windows to Mac. I just, I like the OS a little bit better. Uh, especially doing stuff like this, like podcasts, like videos, like photos, all that stuff. It's way better on on the MacBook Pro than it is on, on at least on the Windows laptop that I had before. But Mac OS just leans itself, lends itself very, very well to that kind of work. So that is part of the reason why I really like it. It's better for doing this type of like creative kind of work. And so um, I really, really like that. Uh but yeah, kind of moving on from the MacBook Pro. This past weekend, I went to did a little boys trip with uh, two of my my best friends, and we went out to uh, Colorado. I'm not going to talk too much about the trip itself right now because um, I'm going to have those guys on for a recap episode here soon. So uh, stay tuned for that, and and we'll dive into the trip and just all the fun and debauchery that was had. So, uh, but what I do want to talk about right now is, um, on the way out there, we, first of all, we drove through the night. And so I was driving at like, I think I started driving at like four o'clock in the morning and I was done driving at about seven. And so, uh, it was during that time I had, uh, my, my two friends were asleep and I just threw on a podcast and, uh, the one that I threw on was uh, Gabby Reese on on Joe Rogan, and I've listened to Gabby Reese her her podcast, the Gabby Reese Show, very very good. Um, and I've listened to a couple other interviews she did, one with Lewis Howes, one with just she's done some good, really really good interviews. And every time I, every time that I hear her, and every time I hear her perspective and her point of view on things, I'm more and more and more impressed. I'm just very, very impressed by Gabby Reese. She, she's level-headed. She's a fairly serious human being, which I, which I kind of dig. And um, I'm just very impressed by her, by her take on relationships and her take on life itself. And and just she's married to Laird Hamilton, so kind of her navigating that dynamic is is very, very interesting. And. I just can't say enough good things about Gabby Reese and the content that she puts out. So I wanted to give that quick shout out um, right off the top because if you haven't listened to her episode with uh, with Rogan, go listen to it. It's very, very good. Um, but yeah, so on the drive out there, I was listening to podcast music, all that stuff. Um, once we got out there and on Saturday, we went for a 
Uh, I think it ended up being about eight and a half mile hike, and that was up to the top of a mountain. Um, I did get some footage of that, which I'm going to put on YouTube here pretty quick. Uh, I just have to get around to editing it and finalizing that edit. But um, yeah, so I'm going to put some content out there around the Colorado trip and, and a video because I did get some really cool footage and and I think it'd be cool to share that. So I'm going to do that. Uh, but yeah, we went on like an eight and a half mile hike. And while we were on this hike, it was just, first of all, it was so hard because it was so steep. And we stayed up in the mountains. We stayed in uh, Dillon, Colorado, which is up up in the mountains. Uh, driving there was was terrifying. Uh, it was just, but but a very very cool place. We were right on the lake, so it was very very nice. Um, but yeah, up in the mountains and elevation was <laughs> serious. I mean, I I never dealt with that level of elevation because I've been I've been out there before. But last time I was there, I was in. Uh, the springs. So we went down to Colorado Springs last time I was there. This time we stayed up in the mountains, which is a way better way to do it. I like that a lot more. Um, but, but yeah, so we went on this hike and while we were on this hike, it was just, um, you know, it was exhausting. It was tiring. It was, uh, all of that and more, but it was just, it was a good time to just kind of unplug because I didn't have earphones in. I just was kind of uh, with my two friends and we were just hiking up this mountain all kind of silent because we were all just silently kind of dying. And um, as we were, I mean, we were just kind of going and going and going. And, and while we were doing it, it just kind of dawned on me that like, I love this type of stuff. Like I love this hiking and just being outdoors and, and being in that environment. And I'm like, I need more of that in my life. And I just need, I need to do that more often. And it was just a really cool thing. And, um, and it also just gives you a lot of time to think and a lot of time to just look at like the earth is dope, man. Like it is so cool to be a person here. And, um, you know, I think that sometimes we lose sight of that because of just all the, all the noise and all the, all the bullshit going on. But like, it's really cool. And it's really cool to get out in nature and see just the natural beauty of the earth. And I know that sounds kind of like out there and kind of hippy dippy, but it's true. I mean, like the, there's no better feeling than getting to a top of the top of a mountain or a, it was on a mountain, a hill or whatever, and looking out and seeing just the, the carving of, the earth and the the surface of the earth and just how, and then, and then you start to realize as you're going and as you're doing this thing, like we are so small, like we do not matter at all in this whole thing. And, um, it's just, it was just a really cool thing. And, um, it was a really cool experience to be able to hike to the top of a mountain and, uh, and, and just experience that. And we didn't get, we didn't go on the highest mountain. We didn't go to the very tippy tippy top of where we could have, but we got pretty close and we were exhausted by the time we got there. So I can't imagine what, uh, the rest of that trip would have been like, but, um, but yeah, the hike was, the hike was a lot of fun. The only thing was, is I wore these, these shoes that I've talked about on here before the new balance minimus and the new balance minimus, they're really, really good shoes. And I love them a lot for like weightlifting and walking and just normal everyday stuff. Uh, maybe not the best for hiking, uh, not a lot of ankle support, not a lot of, uh, knee support. And that really, really reared its head on the way down. I was like, 
we, we got about halfway down. I was like, Ooh, my ankles hurt. And, uh, and they hurt pretty much the rest of the way. But after a certain point, like we were all so tired because it had been eight hours and we were significantly underprepared. Luckily, um, you can, although not advised, you can drink the river water in the mountains. We figured it was probably safer than, um, than just swimming in water back here in Iowa. So, uh, luckily we were able to stay hydrated a little bit. Luckily we were just able to, um, survive this hike and especially just being so underprepared because we didn't take any food really. Uh, we took like a couple power bars. Um, but like I said, we're going to go over all that on the, on the recap episode, but I just kind of wanted to talk about, um, how cool it was just being up at the mountains and hiking and, um, just kind of seeing, I'd never been up there in the mountains like that before and especially not hiked one. And it was just really cool to be up there and to, uh, see how, just how expansive and cool that part of the country is. And, um, I, it never ceases to amaze me when, when we go out there and we're driving through these rolling mountains and, um, and just seeing all these really cool views it never ceases to amaze me that, that whole thing. So, um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, the, the trip was short. We, we only went for a, a long weekend by long. I mean, uh, like if it didn't feel long, it felt like we were only there for a, like one day, if that, but we were really there for a couple of days. So, um, uh, but yeah, a lot of fun. Um, it's, uh, it also, th- that trip was was really fun too because, like I said, I got some footage while we were out there. And, and when we made the plans to go about a month ago, I was like, okay, like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use this this trip to get some cool stuff. And I, and I told my friends before, like, hey, I'm, I'm going to be filming. I'm going to be doing uh, some, just some content stuff while we're out there. And, and we had originally planned to do a podcast while we were out there, but we just ran out of time. And by the time Saturday night came around, we were just exhausted. But, um, it was really cool. Cause like I had this kind of idea of what I wanted, um, a video to look like, especially a Colorado video. And it, it was fun being able to, okay, this is what, what I wanted to look like. This is what I want the open to be. And now, okay, let's, let's go do that. And so, um, I did get some really good footage. Unfortunately, I did not, I miss the cardinal rule of, of content, which is always have more memory, always have more storage on hand because, uh, we got to the top of a mountain and as big as I thought a 32 gig memory card was, it was not enough, um, to be able to film the way down, which was a bummer. I was really looking forward to being able to film the whole thing the whole time, but you know, oh, well, um, I, I didn't get as much footage footage as I wanted to, but you know what? That's my fault, and uh, I know better for next time. So that's that's really good. But I think I'm going to be able to put something dope together. I'm going to be able to put something um, that is at least passable and at least somewhat cool and, and all that stuff. So um, I'm excited, and and this is really just the beginning of uh, of video content and all that. Like I, another part of the reason why I I was away from this last week was. Um, I was building a, uh, not building, but like setting up a, a 
what I would consider a pretty cool studio uh, setup just in my apartment. I live in a 480, I want to say, 480 square foot apartment, and I was able to kind of turn this thing into a um, at least a passable studio-ish type setting, and got some soundproofing on the wall, so if, if my audio sounds better in this one, um, I did put some sound treatments up, which which will help, but uh, but yeah, it was really easy in, and it was fun to be able to kind of see what I wanted it to be in my mind and then go ahead and create that. It's kind of a theme, right? But, um, but yeah, it was, it was really cool. I was able to set this thing up and, um, there will be a video dropping soon where you'll be able to see the, um, the finished product behind me. And I'm really looking forward to that. So keep an eye on that. I will push it out on social whenever I get a chance. So, um, so yeah, then Saturday night we were out there and uh, we were we got back from the hike at like I think it was like eight p.m. or something like it was it was later than we wanted to get back from the hike and uh, but luckily the UFC was on and so I was able to catch the Mike Perry fight and the um, Dustin Poirier Dan Hooker a little bit of that fight as well so uh, I'm going to talk about both of those so for, let's start with the Mike Perry fight the Mike Perry fight was. Um, first of all, kudos to Mike Perry for going out there with no corner and admitting it's cause it's cause I don't want to pay him. Uh, kudos to him for doing that. I mean, Mike Perry is always kind of out there with his ideas and, um, I think his girlfriend now is a different one than a year ago or, or whenever he had his other girlfriend in the corner as well. He's a big fan of that though. Having his girl in the corner. I'm not sure I would be a big fan of that just because, you are in a fist fight, but I mean, Mike Perry is eh, newsflash. Me and Mike Perry aren't the same breed. So, uh, so yeah, it, I, I'm not sure that would be my thing, but it's, it seemed to work for him because he just kind of wiped the floor with, uh, with Mickey Gall, which Mickey Gall, he had a tough road getting into UFC. He, he, he was brought in to fight CM Punk, beat CM Punk easily. I mean, it, it, we we found out later that it didn't take much um, to beat CM Punk, but you know because Mike Jackson also beat him. But um, if you're hearing the CM Punk, don't kill me, don't give me that go to sleep, baby. I don't uh, I don't want that beef. But I'm just saying. Um, but no, so he beat CM Punk, and then he kind of has gone a little bit stale since then, and lost to Mike Perry. Let's see who else he lost. I know he lost to somebody else, but. Um, Mickey Gall. Okay. So, beat CM Punk, beat Sage Northcutt, and then I remember it too where people were like, oh, this Mickey Gall kid, he's he's about to be the next one. And from there, he's really gone 50-50 um, in all of his fights. It's been, it's been pretty back and forth and pretty just, um, I don't want to say unimpressive, but you know it it just he's in a tough spot because he was brought in with such hype and he was brought in to beat or not not to beat but to face this this uh CM Punk and you know I think that there was a lot of a lot of high hopes for him a lot of just people wanting to see him do well cuz then that would that would if he does well then that uh, validate CM Punk. Well, CM Punk must, must not be that bad because, you know, he yeah, he got beat, but look who he got beat by, this Mickey Gall guy. So, 
Um, I think there was a lot of high hopes for Mickey Gall. And looking at it now is like he's kind of his record is six and three right now. So he's kind of 50, he's batting 500 in his last, let's see, five, six fights. He's, he's batting 500. So, you know, I don't know. I, I, part of me thinks that he's eventually going to go the Anthony Johnson route and get uh, cut and then go away from the UFC, have a string of good fights and then come back and be better than he was. Um, I think that that is a very likely scenario for, for Mickey Gall. But the, the thing that, um, I don't just want to see him go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth with wins and losses into eternity. Like I want to see him get on get on a streak, or go away, get better, and then come back. That that's really what I want to see. So, um, so yeah, I'm. You know the that fight was was good. Um, it was it was what it needed to be and it did what it needed to do for Mike Perry. So that is a very good thing. Then you get to the main event, the main event of, uh, Poirier and, uh, Dustin Poirier and Dan Hooker. First of all, one thing always strikes me about a Dustin Poirier fight. And that is how nice of a guy he really is. Um, you know, after every fight, he auctions off his, his fight gear for, uh, for, for charity, which is really, really cool. He's very family oriented. He, he, um, he's very all about hard work and, and that's what I like. I like seeing people like that who, you know, and, and I've been following Dustin Poirier since he fought Connor and cause you know, you could see that he, he was kind of, he was on a good role and then he, he got matched up with McGregor and, you know, a 2014 McGregor was going to be hard to beat by anybody. He just had so much momentum, uh, so much just energy around him. And it was going to be tough to step into that, to that tornado and, and hang. And so, uh, Poirier just kind of felt the, the wrath of that. But, you know, as far as a a guy goes, he's, he's very, very good. And as far as a fighter goes, he's one of the best in the world. You know, I, I think that, He's he's easily top five, if not top. He's I would say he's in the top four. It's him. So I would say top four lightweights in the UFC are probably Poirier. Or no no, no not Poirier. Not Poirier's not first. Uh, Khabib, Gagey, Poirier. But it's hard because wait, let me pull up. Uh, let's see here. I'm gonna pull up Dustin Poirier's record. I want to see who all he's fought because I want to say he fought Gaethje okay yeah so I would say the good money right now is uh is a Gaethje versus Poirier rematch they fought in 2018 and I want to see that fight over again because now Gaethje's coming off the Ferguson win uh Poirier's coming off the Dan Hooker win and Khabib is out uh, I think he's got Ramadan coming up, so he's going to be out for a while. Um, and his dad's, his his father is is battling coronavirus or coronavirus complications. We don't really know. So, uh, yeah, I, I would like to see Gaethje versus Poirier too. I think that would be a really cool fight. Um, if if you were if I was booking the UFC right now, I'm, I'm going to play guest booker real quick. Do do do, uh, but. If I was booking the UFC, I'd go uh, Poirier 
and Gaethje. I'd go McGregor and Diaz three, because uh, that'll always work. And and right now there's not a clear contender for McGregor to fight. So either McGregor versus Diaz or McGregor versus Masvidal. That those are the, those are the two money fights I think for him. Um, and then Khabib, I want to see how all that shakes out. And then potentially he gets the winner of um, of Gaethje and Poirier and, and a rematch either way. Because a lot of people don't remember that Poirier fight uh, with Khabib. Poirier had some good moments in there. Yeah, he got dominated. And yeah, he got Khabibed. But he wasn't a slouch in there either. He was, he was pretty good. Um, he had some good moments. He got some good stuff off. Uh, he looked like the striking was going to come together. He At one point, I think if I'm remembering it right from watching it six months ago or I guess nine months ago, that's crazy. Um, if I remember correctly, he, I mean, he got choked out obviously, but I, I want to say he went for a submission at one point in that fight, but I, I can't remember. So, so yeah, I would like to see that. And, and just the, the lightweight division is just so insanely crazy. Like, let me pull up the, the UFC rankings here because it's, I mean, dude, it's insane. Um, okay. So lightweight Khabib, Gaethje, Poirier, Tony Ferguson, Conor McGregor, top four, top five. Uh, Dan Hooker's now at five, Charles Oliveira's at six, and then it goes down from there. So, um, Charles Oliveira is going to be a dark horse in that division too. He's he's nobody to sleep on. He, just on the the run he's been on recently, uh, beating Kevin Lee, beating everybody. He he's just been on on a tear. Um, so I want to see him fight. Maybe he fights Dan Hooker next. Uh, but yeah, I would like to see Conor McGregor get that uh, Nate Diaz trilogy. I think that'd be dope. So. Um, so yeah, that that kind of, but but back to the Poirier Hooker fight. I, I want to get back to this real quick because I don't want to uh, miss anything on that. Is the thing that I took away from that is just the poise and the comfortability with five rounds that Dustin Poirier is working with now. Uh, he, you know, he's fought in five round fights, scheduled for five rounds since. Um, since November of 2017, Anthony. So he had Anthony Pettis main event of a fight night. Uh, Justin Gaethje main event of a of a fight night. Eddie Alvarez main event main event of a fight night. Max Holloway for for the interim title. Khabib for the undisputed title, and now Dan Hooker in a fight night main event. So he's been um, he's been in these main event fights now for a while. And Dan Hooker is is just young. He's a young guy, and he. Um, maybe isn't used to that five round pace and, and you could see it in the fight. He kind of gassed out a little bit. So, you know, I think that Dan Hooker is by no means done. He's, um, he's a young guy and he's gonna, he's at that city city kickboxing gym with style bender. So I think that he's really going to rise to the top of the lightweight division and really be a staple in that division for a long time to come. So, um, So yeah, the the pace of Dustin Poirier was what struck me the most. Uh, he just had that 
that grit to stick it out for five rounds and uh, really put the afterburners on in those fourth and fifth rounds, which is so important. Uh, I think I, I'm not alone in the sentiment that, you know, they're called championship rounds for a reason. And so, uh, yeah, it's just, it, it was, it was a really, really good fight, uh, but just the experience, the more experienced guy won and that happens. So, um, like I said, I, I think, Dan Hooker is going to get way better. I think Dustin Poirier is right there at the top. Um, I want to see him get another shot at that. So, you know, all around, just a solid weekend. It was one of those cards that was kind of a sleeper. Uh, nobody's Nobody was really talking about it, but then you know, they should have been. So a um, lot of fun, a lot of fun to watch it, a lot of fun to um, to be able to catch that fight and, and just see it. Um, I actually was eating a Wendy's Baconator as I was watching that, so it made it that much more sweet. Uh, but, but no, I think, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just excited for now they're going to fight Island, which will be a lot of fun. So, uh, we'll have to stay tuned for that. But, um, yeah, that is pretty much all I have for this episode of the Paul show. Like I said, my name is P-A-U-L Paul. I really, 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 really appreciate you listening. Um, if you've made it this far, I really, really appreciate it. So, um, you know, as always, Follow me on social media on Instagram at the Paul at a Paul World. Um, check me out online at thepaulshow.net. There's blog posts and stuff over there. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got for tonight. So I will talk to everybody in the next episode. Later.